Greetings and salutations, listeners. That's a quote from one of my favorite movies, Heather's. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you do, unless you are under the age of 17 because it is rated R. Um, It is an 80s classic starring Winona Ryder and Christian Slater, and you should check it out. Oh, also Shannon Doherty's in there. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to Mysterious (laughs) AF. I'm Charles. And now Shannon Doherty hosts that weird sci-fi show. She does? Yeah, that prank one. Oh, uh, is it the one where they scare people? Yes. Scare tactics? Uh, Maybe. That sounds right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I'm I'm not famous and my name is Celesta. (laughs) You are internet famous. (laughs) Totes internet famous. Uh, My friend Kelly texted me this morning and said the picture on Mysterious AF woke me up this morning i wasn't expecting a green face (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you have a fan yeah i got these metallic face masks so i put one on yesterday so what is the point of a metallic face mask? i don't know it was three dollars at like tuesday morning so i just got it i just i just like to do them no i mean i'm all about face masks like i have the dead sea clay one yeah, there's um, one of those too, but it comes in like a silver metal. I don't know if the metallics are supposed to do anything or if they're just supposed to be fun. But okay, it came in a three pack. So I like the green one. It reminded me of Elphaba from Wicked. <laughs> did you sing? I did not. Hmm. Missed Sorry. opportunity. Definitely next time. <laughs> so we are here to talk about the second half of. Hunt for the Skinwalker. So if you haven't listened to that, you are strongly advised to go back and listen to part one. Like, what are you even doing at part two? Yeah. Who starts at part two? I mean, I usually read the end of books because. (laughs) (laughs) Do you really? No. I I feel like I did that in high school. Like when I was trying to speed read, when I would speed read books, like for um, reports and stuff. But no, I don't anymore. Do you do that? Well, I don't even read, so no. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to do an audiobook in reverse or <laughs> at the end. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Celesta. I don't read. I don't read. I gave that up ten years ago at least. I gave that up. It's not part of the whole thirty. <laughs> it's hard. it puts me to sleep. I can't help it. I would love to read, but that's what I usually do before I go to bed because I, you know, screens, blue lights off at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, or 930. And then I just read and it rocks me to sleep like a little sea but breeze. Like, and how far do you get? Because I get like two pages and I'm like, well, go that, I mean, that would take forever to read a book. Usually I have the strength of will to make it through a chapter. Like, that's my goal is to make it through one chapter. Um, But I also read on the bus a lot. So, like, I cover a lot of ground. So, I read. I'm educated. I just, I've I've always loved reading. Like, that's good. I was, you know, a good thing. All I wanted to do was color in my coloring books, play with my Barbies, and read my books and play my video games by myself. That was like my favorite pastime as a kid. By myself. I was going to say we would have been good friends, 
but I guess you didn't want to play Barbies with me. You want to play them by yourself, so that's fine. No, if you had Barbies that I didn't have and outfits I didn't have, <laughs> I would be interested in befriending you because I had um, this Barbie suitcase that opened up as a wardrobe so you could hang I her outfits in there. got one of those at an estate sale. I'm... <laughs> Yeah, I did. What's, okay. What is in it? Like, what are you doing there with it? There was a Barbie and clothes. I just thought it was cool. I'm no, that is it. cool. Okay. Yeah. I'll give it to my grandnieces someday. Okay. All right. That's, yeah. I wish I still had mine. Mine was pretty cool. It was like, had her face on it and it was puffy. Like, her face wasn't puffy. It was just like the plastic was puffed out. So it was like 3D. And it had wheels. So I could roll it next to my next door neighbor's house. Mine and then... doesn't have wheels. Oh, well, shoot. I don't know what kind of deal you got on this, but <laughs> it was like a dollar. Otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> My Barbies were mobile. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being with this group of girls one time and we were we, had, we were young. I mean, I had to be elementary school yet. And they were just like, Barbies are stupid. And I was just like, I love Barbies. Uh, I felt bad felt shamed if anybody had ever said to me barbies are stupid they would have gotten a rock right in the face <laughs> <laughs> yeah all the boy neighbors were like why are you playing with barbies and i was like don't talk to me get out of my sight <laughs> they were too they just called them gi joes i mean let's face it yeah yeah i mean <laughs> one of them that was like really kind of not mean, but just like would be more aggressive picking on his name was Kendall. He was we lived in a cul-de-sac. So we everybody like saw everything that was going on. And he <laughs> was doing a wheelie on his bike and flipped it backwards and hit his head on the concrete. And oh. I just stood there laughing instead of running to get help. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it still makes me laugh to this day. This <laughs> asshole got what was coming to him. Kendall, I don't even remember your last name. Hi, Kendall. Hope you're <laughs> doing well. Hope you enjoyed those head staples, bitch. <laughs> uh, mm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, sorry. How do we segue from that? <laughs> well, I uh, kind of wish I had head staples to get through this. Because oh, my head wow. exploded. Yeah. <laughs> Mine too. Part two. I mean, if you are starting here, part two is better than part one. Yeah, yeah. Really? I guess. I guess they do have more like hands-on stories about it. Everything that was going on. Um, and we see actual evidence, or yeah, what we're supposed to believe is actual evidence. But then. Thing happened and no. I was totally taken out of I can't <laughs> believe you're spoiling it already okay you can cut that <laughs> <laughs> okay listener something happens in this documentary <laughs> a person appears and it totally took me out of like what was really? going on yes. I thought it was just like well we can talk about it when we get there yeah so um I started out with, and they go back to 1978, talking about 1978. There is a local newspaper reported a high activity of UFOs in the Uinta Basin. 
silver dome-shaped objects were seen close to people. Like, apparently this was all that there was to talk about in the newspaper. Yeah. And then (laughs) we meet... Oh, and this has to do with it, but Ethan, my brother, and his wife are celebrating their one-year anniversary this weekend in Moab, which is not too far from the Uinta Basin. And I kind of wanted to say something but then I was like I don't want to scare them <laughs> for their like their anniversary trip because I feel like my brother would get scared and uh but I also was kind of wanting to be like can you go explore in this area and make it onto Skinwalker Ranch I don't yeah, care about your anniversary plans <laughs> yeah. yeah I want you to get a hitchhiker and tell me about <laughs> all the entities you see please thank you um yeah so yeah well and he was like the one thing he wants to do while they're there it's going to be cold and they don't have much time to spend there but he wants to stargaze and i'm like Mm -hmm. so that's why another reason i wasn't going to say anything is i didn't want to influence him and so when they get back i'm going to be like how is stargazing and then tell him about this so yes yeah so hopefully we will have debrief him (laughs) (laughs) yes hopefully we will have a new account of some kind of crazy encounter That'd be great. Yeah. I hope he's not abducted. I mean, it would be really cool for the listeners. Yeah. (laughs) And me. Sure would. (laughs) Um, Well, what do you have next? Because. Janice (laughs) Pugup? Pugup? I mean, she's talking about the heifers. No, there's a part before that we have to discuss. Okay. Because we didn't discuss it on the last one. They were talking about NIDS Mm -hmm. and how the ranch was like a controlled environment. And then they said that they saw that orange ball and it was changing colors. And then we see the their evidence. Like the Phantom towers and the lights. Oh, and mm-hmm. the... so they they show us pictures of their actual caught evidence, which some is like fanning lights from the mountains. Um, the phantom towers is weird. Did you do you remember seeing that? Yeah, and because they also mentioned that they because I believe that it was video footage of the phantom towers, and yeah. it was in two thousand four. And they were thinking it was related to uh, the Twin Towers. Yeah, because it was just these two tall, dark, shadowy. That was just weird. Like, the lights, I'm like, okay, well, camera can pick up, you know, the lens can skew lights and stuff. But, like, I couldn't figure out what that might be. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. And, like... I when I first thought it was like because I feel like they show it a couple of times and I was like are those like silos off in the distance and there's like fog and like you know what I'm saying like I was trying to like work it out in my brain of like what it would be yeah yeah Um, I don't know but that was weird and then they talk about a refrigerator UFO somebody saw and uh, they, I don't know I don't know why it had to be a refrigerator like why didn't you just say rectangle like I don't know 
What made it a refrigerator? Did it have doors that opened and frozen goods fell out? Like, I don't know. Was it a real refrigerator? (laughs) Yeah, was it? It was a refrigerator that, like, got blasted from the um, (laughs) nuclear test site. Uh, I think the thing that I thought was creepy was the um, observation towers that they had built and, like, the fencing that they had around on the dogs like in those fences and someone kept opening the gates and then they like tied them with wires and then the wires were gone and then the padlocks and the padlocks were gone Mm -hmm. and And i oh no and i was like why didn't they film it and then they're like well it seems like every time something happened it was just off camera okay yeah that was bogus okay brenda the other thing they said too was like a portal opened up. Did you do you remember that part? Yeah, and a creature yes. came out and walked. <laughs> and like, like three okay, of these scientists like getting... are watching. <laughs> I was like, Way and none fantastic. of you had a camera. None of you had a camera. Well, and like that's I guess the thing that was surprising to me. I feel like they showed footage that they said was like nids or whatever, but it was like from 2010, and I was like, so was that? really nids footage and i i don't know because like some of the videos like the one with the tower showed the timestamp of 2004 and yeah it's it's like they just like leapt to this (laughs) fantastical thing yeah it's really confusing because they have like jeremy's now footage george's footage nids footage you're never really mm-hmm. sure what you're watching unless you can recognize voices at the times and stuff. But anyway, I just, yeah, that, that creature that came out of the, I didn't catch that the first time I watched it. The second time I was just like, oh, yeah. Slowly, this incident unfolded where they saw this, what looked like a humanoid creature crawling and literally elbowing his or her way through this this tunnel hovering four feet above the ground and out of this opening crawls a very large what i understood to be an eight foot tall black creature with a head and no neck and a torso arms and legs no details or features noted on it there was a second witness standing right beside the other guy with the the infrared technology all he could see was a a dull yellow light that had expanded to about four feet in diameter I was like, this is Stranger Things happening. Exactly. It is Stranger <laughs> like, it's the Demogorgon. Yeah. <laughs> and it just runs off into the darkness, if you guys are wondering what happened to it. Yeah, and it's like, they, he almost just talks about it so nonchalantly. Like, I had to rewind it because I was, like, <laughs> writing something, and then I was like, did I just hear what I think I heard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sure did. Yep. I did. <laughs> <laughs> that dark. Dr. Eric Davis, he looked like such a huge nerd. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> the physicist guy. Yeah. yeah. But also very excited to be part uh, of the team, I think. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm on camera. Oh. <laughs> Good thing I took my IBS medication. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, now we get to the the Native Americans that live in the area and Jeremy says they got special permission to take cameras onto their land. But it doesn't look like they actually filmed anything except interviews, which is fine, but they didn't seem to do like a whole 
ghost hunt or anything. Not that we see. And yeah. is this? Oh, so this is when they're at Dark Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. And they're interviewing Shelby Chapoose. Who, sure. um, in addition to seeing weird things, has experienced missing time. Uh, and missing time. You're cutting. You're a little bit cutting out. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, it's just getting like robotic y. Uh oh. Uh oh. I have a hitchhiker. <laughs> uh oh. You asked for it. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. Well, last episode you said you were going to conjure something. Did well, you? Well, I, I no, I got busy because I found a learn to dance the oops, I did it again. Uh, tutorial video, and so I've been working on that all week. Uh oh, so I have spirit of Brittany. <laughs> I haven't had time to conjure anything but the spirit of dance, <laughs> the spirit of dance. <laughs> Lord of the Dead. Oh, god, well, someone's gonna get stomped on. <laughs> Your neighbors are gonna hate you. Uh, yeah, so she experienced missing time, she's seen flying saucers. Saw lights. Um, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. During this part, I feel like, so they have her what in like what looks like she's standing in pitch black darkness. But it seems like they keep showing some shape behind her that they're like lighting up. Did you notice that? Uh, yeah. I thought it was like another person or something, but. Well, and I was like, are they trying to make us think that there's something there behind her? But yeah, like, I, I was like, know. that's really cheap. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing. Maybe that was just her bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> her boyfriend, Jeremy, better not touch my girl. Yeah, Jeremy, she's mine. <laughs> uh, so the next <laughs> thing I had was this. That was really they, creepy. um you should okay after we get off the phone here you should look up sexy batman on youtube (laughs) and see what i'm talking about when i I do that voice (laughs) so the next part i had was that one of the scientists has come up with a term for what's going on at skinwalker ranch and he calls it the precognitive symbiont something like Intelligence. Because it knows intelligence. Yeah, it's gonna it knows what's gonna happen so it can avoid being on camera. So and, then I was and... like Did they catch any I mean we saw a little bit of evidence, but I mean was that just their way of explaining why they weren't catching anything or nothing was happening? Right. It's like <laughs> we're scientists, we have PhD, so we're gonna make up something new yeah. that you haven't heard of while we continue to collect our paychecks. <laughs> exactly. How do we get this job, Celesta? <laughs> I wish I knew. I used to tell Ryan, I'm like, just write grants for random research because why not? It seems like people are just giving money away to study cholesterol and eggs. I mean, let's just write some yeah. obscure project plan and do it. Anyway, and that's what you should do. You know, you don't need a full time job. Just start writing grants. Okay. I can pretend to be a doctor. Yeah. Those were like some of my favorite uh, 
60 minutes or like 20, 20 episodes or 48 hours <laughs> where the people have pretended to be like a medical professional and they've duped people for like years. And I'm like, how stupid are you people? Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Sorry, not to it's get scary. off topic, but I'm like, I guess I could do that. And yeah. then I'll blog about it. Just write, just write Robert Bigelow and tell him you want to study the paranormal in Seattle. See what happens. That is a brilliant idea. I'll send you a picture of me too, along with a my letter with scented. It'll be scented with my cologne. <laughs> <laughs> it could work. Who knows? Yeah. All right. So yeah, they make up this thing for you know the non-activity, and then we get the story about these four bulls. 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 Yeah. The the family was losing cattle left and right due to cattle mutilations. <laughs> and they were driving by these bulls on the way to town or whatever. And like, wouldn't it be a shame if we lost those two? They're worth a lot of money. Well, lo and behold, they come back. And the four bulls that were in this little corral are now gone. And they Where go did look- they go? <laughs> Apparently, they crammed themselves into this little trailer on the property. <laughs> yeah. Or someone crammed them in there. So this is true, though. Like, if you know anything about bulls, and I just had that weird vet with me yesterday who was telling me all about bulls randomly. They are mean. They're not nice. And they will try to hurt you. So it they they go up. The guy, the guy rancher, we don't get any names, which is really annoying. So the rancher His goes in. His name is uh, Terry. Yeah, but then the guy's like, I mean, it was Terry, but then he's like, I mean, the rancher. And it's like, well, just use his damn name. like. Yeah, and I feel like they call him another name, too, at some point. It was very confusing. I think that they're talking about a few different families there, and it's it's almost like they're trying to shroud their identity. But anyway, Terry goes, looks in this window of this trailer, and there's the four bulls. And he said that they look kind of stoned and, like, very subdued. Well, he hollers to his wife to tell her that they're in there. Then they kind of wake up and go berserko, kick mm-hmm. down not the main door, but like some sort of plywood side of this shed thing and get out. So it takes them four hours to corral these four bulls, you know, back into their original fencing. So the mm-hmm. question is, how did someone, if it was someone, how were they able to get these four bulls shoved into this tiny little trailer within an hour? Easy as pie. They used a pan yeah. flute. It harms <laughs> all creatures. <laughs> well, and then the main door hadn't been opened, supposedly. Yeah, they said it was still locked. And it was still I mean, locked to be honest, when I heard this, I was afraid they were going to be mutilated. Yeah, um, I, was, I was glad they were still alive. Yeah. Uh, And then, weirdly, the bars of the corral had been magnetized. Yes. And like, but no one goes on to say the bars being magnetized, this could happen or this could be, you know, but it's like they're just saying that they're just stating that. And I'm like, okay, so what does this mean for somebody who's not a scientist? Like, yeah, I don't know. That means like some kind of electromagnetic was thing was in like what is what is going what what, what could cause that honey uh, like what's going on here yeah. sweetie 
They don't know. Uh, yeah. That's why they just It's a whole them. bunch of nothing. A whole <laughs> bunch of it's a whole bunch of cock a duty. Then we're back on the I had Gary. Gary? Gary Pua yeah, Gary Puagup, Janice's son. Okay, the mom and son duo. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you had? Yeah. Okay. So you didn't take the time to write down his name? I did not. I said mom and son experience. I'm surprised (laughs) you didn't write down tribal mom and son. (laughs) Just kidding. Look. (laughs) I'm getting real sassy. That's what they called it on the documentary. Okay. (sighs) Listeners, technically they're a tribe, right? I just yeah i you know i i don't, I don't know. know i don't know either you, you're right they um they must live on reserved land i would think because yeah. like they're talking about stuff they couldn't have on and like off of there but so my so he's hit by this light and he develops um ms my subtitles said that he developed an MNS. <laughs> and I was I did I forgot to look up what MNS was and I was like I mm. think it's just MS. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And he's only 30 years old and he's the first one in his family history with MS. Yeah, but then Jeremy asked them like do you think these two things are related? And they were like not really. He said he says no. But I think his mom believes because she in her earlier story Tells us about their neighbor, Charlie, who was also hit with the light. He got cancer. And she thinks that the light gave him cancer and he died from that. I mean, fine. But these things happen. Yeah. I mean, my mom's best friend from growing up developed MS when she was maybe in her, like, late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. um, With nobody else in the family. Yeah. I just had an uncle diagnosed with it. But it's very... Uh, I call it a light case. What do you, non-severe? What's the word for non-severe? Um, I I feel like that's in <laughs> a good description. Is like, <laughs> is there like a specific medical term for that? There's gotta be. I just got a light case of the MAS. Yeah, just a light case of it. <laughs> I don't. I feel like non-severe. Uh, non-debilitating. I don't less know. Debilitating MAS. <laughs> Anyway, doesn't matter. Oh, my brain just doesn't work. What are we talking about? Um, Gary. So he has MS. The other guy had cancer. They said it was like a super bright, like brighter than the sun light. Mm-hmm. That just, I get, was it like a, they don't really say how long it went on. I feel like it was a flash. A flash of light. Yeah. yeah. It just lit up bright as this, and just as you see in the windows. That's how bright it was. Just went back to black. That's what I hear from yeah. so many people. They always say it was it was brighter than the sun. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and that's really about all we get from them. Yeah, ex- like you said, they ask him. He says no, he doesn't think it was related. Yeah, and they asked too, like or Jeremy asked if they believe it's. The government or alien and both he and his mom were like i don't know i would like to know but i really don't know 
Well, and wouldn't it make sense that it would be the government because the government yeah. owns reservation properties, don't they? Oh, maybe. Whoa, yes. Um, and the government notoriously experiments on people. Experiments people, especially on minorities. This is an hmm. X Files waiting to happen. We're gonna meet blow me. this shit <laughs> wide open. Meet me in Utah. Fuck Thanksgiving. I'm scared. <laughs> that would be way more fun. I wish I, I know. Could. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. I'm just going to Utah. See you later. <laughs> Bye. <sighs> I don't know why I wrote this down, but during the time that Nids was on the property, um, 12 more cows and calves were killed. So, and they are showing like, yeah. Well, like it's even more explicit of that's like what happens next is the the calf like the, the and see at this point they call the rancher Tom. I they know. say Tom I, and his wife, and so I'm like, is his name Tom Terry? Terry Tom? And I I guess they don't say last names, but like they well they did mention a last name at some point, and I was like, well, that's not who. Astonishing Le- Legends said the family name was. They said it was Sherman. So I'm very. I don't. I don't know. I. I need to go back and listen to that still. Yeah, I kind of wanted to before we film or film this, recorded this, but I ain't got time for that. Um, but in any case, it might be neighbors and just people in that area and different ranches. I don't. I don't know. That yeah, that could be. That makes that would make sense because it's like I don't think it was just isolated to this one ranch. I think it, yeah, like it's the whole area. Yeah. But so anyway, tell me this, about this dead calf. This calf is dead, and uh, well, the the ranchers were tagging their calves, tagged the first one, went off in same field. They said like three hundred yards away. So that's like three football fields, right? Yes. Because football is a hundred, yeah. Yes. So I mean that's, that's pretty far. Pretty far. Um, when their dogs started to go berserko, they smelled a weird odor in the air. Then they noticed the mother cow is like running back and forth in the field. So they go over there, and they find her calf, which was healthy, you know, thirty minutes ago, is now splayed in the grass completely yeah hollowed out and just not only hollowed out but like the meat is stripped from its bones Mm -hmm. it's not like something just came and like took a big chunk of its belly like you can see all of its bone like the, the leg bones have been stripped of their meat and skin the head is still there a femur has been torn and dragged off like 15 feet or something like that. As very... Oh, and the ear has been... Oh, yeah. This ear was cut off by a very sharp instrument. Supposedly, anyway. But yes. Yeah. It was a, it was a nice, clean cut, at least on the video. It did look like it had been cut off. And that was the tagged ear. And I don't know if that has any significance or not. But interesting, nonetheless... So what do you yeah. what did what did you think of that? 
Well, I just also wanted to add, I don't know if you're going to, that there was no blood found around the animal. So they thought that the calf had been killed somewhere else and then brought back and dumped there. Stop, Jasper. Sorry. I said, you can sit in here. your vodka. No, he's he was literally walking on my laptop. (laughs) I said, you can stay in here if you be quiet and behave. And he decided to get up and prance his fat ass across my laptop (laughs) keyboard. So I I honestly don't know what to make of this. It's like in my mind, I'm like, okay, maybe the calf fell into something where there were piranha and they like stripped it. (laughs) But I, I. also, at the same time, I'm like, I don't I don't know what natural predators are in that right. area. And um, yeah, I meant to look that up, actually, like how and a pack of wolves comes. Right. How long does it take them to strip a calf? Well, that- and then also part of me is like, what are the dynamics between all of these ranchers and their community like so someone's heard of cattle mutilations and they're pissed at this farmer like you bought this land from somebody i'm going to fuck with you i'm going to kill this cat i mean i just there's a lot of stuff that uh, i i mean i don't want any animal to die really like it's sad but i feel like someone this would be like a message being sent to somebody like get out of here like a horse head that you wake up next to in your bed. Oh. My godfather. <laughs> I've never seen it. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. Um, so who hurt you, Charles? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I so... mean, in the way it was displayed, it was like, I don't know, if you if you were just lay down on the grass with your arms wide, like, a, like you're almost going to make a snow angel whatever like it like all of his limbs were just kind of like out wide yeah, they said it was spread eagle so spread eagle there you go yeah it was making a blood angel Ew. except there was no blood no so blood. um and well and you know what, what? you know what is what, what? i want to know? how do they know it was the same calf how wow. do they know for sure Whoa. that it was the same calf that's true because tag was gone Mm-hmm. They could have cut the ear off of anything and just been like, oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't know because we don't even know the gender of the calf, like really what it looked like before it was mutilated. And maybe the ranchers knew all the new calves by sight. But like, I. I mean, after it was, I mean. The head was left mostly intact, but yeah. the rest of it was just gone. So, I mean, I don't know. I do, There's a lot of also other things that could have been going on. Yeah, and that would have been way easy. Snatch the calf, throw a dead calf body out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, Charles, genius. genius. Yeah, like, oh, my calf was attacked by wolves and this happened, so I'm going to go steal one of theirs and replace it with this corpse and you know bing bang boom i got a new calf and they think there's abductions happening yep easy as pie yep (laughs) case closed yeah take take that skinwalker (laughs) 
So, so yeah. Yeah, I guess the next thing I have is pretty much the conclusion of this film. Well, with... hold on. Sorry. Well, where just... are you? Where are you going? <laughs> well, they can't identify the new owner of the ranch. Okay, thank you. I thought you were just going to skip over that entire. Oh thing. no, I will not skip to the big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Bigelow sells the ranch because I think he is working with the government somehow, and the contract is over with. So he sells it to a new guy who said he would continue the research, but we don't know who he is. I have chosen to keep my identity confidential to not only protect the integrity of our effort and to avoid distractions that would potentially compromise our efforts, but also to maintain a level of professionalism in my other business activities and enterprises. I have a vast empire. He is a white man. Yep. He's married. He had a wedding ring. Or he wants us to believe that he's married. True. Large watch. Mm-hmm. He almost he looked like a Steve Jobs. Exactly. Yes, because <laughs> of the black like sweater turtleneck yeah. thing. <laughs> That's all we know. If you're the owner of Skinwalker Ranch, please contact us. Yeah. Invite us down for the weekend. Yes. I'll make you my delicious uh peach sangria. <laughs> <laughs> or my brandy slush, whatever you want both or both yeah uh he says that they've upped the security at the ranch and Mm -hmm. bought new equipment um we get to see some of the images of ufos that he's caught there Mm -hmm. um we get to see guys with like freaking rifles and guns riding around on their atvs Mm -hmm. which i thought was a bit it doesn't it seem like a bit much. Well, what? it does. And and part of me, the skeptic was like, is this are these props that Jeremy bought that he like <laughs> is wanting us to see? But then <clears> they <throat> show like the driveway to the ranch and everything. They put like a huge gate up mm-hmm. and like have a little guards tower and everything. Like they really did beef up the security, but for what? purpose unless they have that many people coming down there to just check it out like we would you know (laughs) hey hey boys what do we have to do to get in here (laughs) charles you could get us in for sure (laughs) i get to see you walking up to the gate with your picture of sangria you guys look hot (laughs) why don't you come down and cool off if you catch us in your mouth, I'll give you a surprise. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, they're taking Jeremy around. They're doing a tour. They're looking at the old buildings. Jeremy's yeah. talking. Oh, dude. I just, at this point, I wrote down, laugh out loud. Someone is wearing a Gucci jacket. He also has <laughs> neck tattoos. Is this Robbie Williams? Looks terrible. <laughs> um. And... I know. I was like, who's this English guy? Like, why is there? And uh, I just want to, this quote from Jeremy just made me laugh so hard. Uh, I think Robbie was, was feeling like it was kind of ominous there. Yes. And Jeremy was just like, oh, I feel fine. I feel fine. And Robbie's like, oh, okay. And Jeremy's like, 
I, I'm impervious to evil, man. It's the thing I got going. Oh, really? <laughs> how'd you, uh, how'd you get that going for yourself, being impervious to evil? Genetics. It's yeah. genetic. <laughs> I wrote that down, too. <laughs> I heard, genetics make you impervious to evil, dot, dot, dot. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure, Jan. Was your dad some sort of demon hunter? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> can is this something that Ryan can prove uh, yeah, in his lab? Ryan, yeah, <laughs> we'll run some tests. Okay, please do. I'll send you a sample of my blood or whatever else you guys want. <laughs> I want to know if I'm per- impervious to you. I mean, he is on like a Catholic campus, so surely we could talk to a priest about it, and maybe he could. Yeah, I say I. I'm gonna. We're gonna get a grant, Charles. We're gonna get a grant and test this theory. Yes. Okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> I was wondering what I was gonna do in 2020, and I know it's just gonna be our <laughs> this year. This is our year. <laughs> <laughs> it's only taken 33 years of my life to get here, but it's my year. <laughs> hey, we made it to 2020. Who would have thought that would have happened? Oh, I man. know, and I keep forgetting. Everybody's like, "Oh no, it's a new decade," and like. 45 days and I was like what oh yeah (laughs) and then I was like where was I 10 years ago and I was like oh oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) a lot can happen in 10 years sure can um but yeah that genetics yeah okay I Ryan give him the give him the deets and then tell him to write it up because he's the scientist we're just pretty faces yeah (laughs) I will I'm on it He's got nothing going on this weekend. Okay, great. In addition to what we were just talking about, I got on my phone on IMDb, and it really is Robbie Williams. Yeah, <laughs> I can't it believe is. I recognized him, and I was like, "Oh God, he looks rough." Yeah, I loved him when that Angels song came oh, out. Oh yeah, he was so hot. Oh, he was so hot, and his, yeah. that song was so good. Yeah, that God, I. I feel like I was watching that music video in high school. Yes! <laughs> I remember watching it with my sister. We just watch it. Oh, like every time it came on, we were like, stop yeah. everything! <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he was so like sexy, dangerous, handsome. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. like he might hold a knife to your throat while he made out with you. Yeah. You'd <laughs> like it. Hit me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> But here's the kicker. This is why I love this so much. Because, again, typical Jeremy fashion, we don't know why he knows Robbie Williams. There's no... Why is Robbie Williams on Skinwalker Ranch? What if they're dating? That's that's my head canon. Like, that's what I'm making up in my mind, is that they are secretly dating. They met on um, some chat room for, like... <laughs> People into the paranormal who have penises. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It would make a better story than what probably really did happen. Yeah, which is, I, I don't know. It's George Knapp's illegitimate son. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is that is getting juicy. They're I love brothers. Your, I love your vision. George mm. Knapp is the father of both of them. Oh. Too much? No, no. Keep, yeah, let's keep. Yeah, you you want them to be gay lovers? That's fine. 
they can be. I mean, that's like everybody in my mind and everything <laughs> I see in my entire life. <laughs> Everybody's gay until proven straight. <laughs> oh, could be. Uh, <laughs> so Robbie also shares some personal information with us. He's Just... had a hitchhiker. Yes. Um, so what, that's what's like a hitchhiker. A... Apparently, it's some sort of spirit that attaches itself to you. Yeah, I guess I hadn't really heard of hitchhikers <laughs> until uh, the movie Insidious. Oh. And um, but I feel like I've heard of it. I just hadn't heard it called like a hitchhiker. Yeah. Before. Right. And so I did not watch the whole video that you sent me earlier about the interview with Robbie Williams. Did you? I didn't know. I couldn't. Okay. I was at work, so I couldn't watch it all. But I was um, brushing my hair, so I was unable you... to tap the play. <laughs> <laughs> so the website I'm talking about, if you guys want to go look, because, well, I was trying to look for how they were connected. So I just Googled Jeremy and Robbie, and I came up with, Jeremy's website, which I can't believe we haven't found before, but it's called extraordinarybeliefs.com. And he's got behind the scenes interviews with Robbie. Um, more, we haven't talked about it yet, but they sit around a campfire later with a bunch of other guys. He's got extended footage of that. Okay. He's got all these videos where he's interviewed all these people and like other minor celebrities. I mean, he gets around. I'm going to check it out. See what else he's got going on and see if I can figure out who he is and where he comes from and how he can. Maybe we just need to write. Be You're reading my mind. <laughs> You're reading my mind. I was thinking maybe Jeremy will call us out for his next documentary. Yes, we'll be expert witnesses. I know. I was just thinking of all the outfits, too, that we can wear. <laughs> I was, too. <laughs> Like, do we go as Mulder and Scully type, or do we like? Every scene will be different every like day. <laughs> then somebody reviewing that documentary will be like, "This man Charles, every scene had a different sweater on, and I just don't know why." I'll just borrow some clothes from Robbie with his his Gucci jacket. Gucci. So in the on um, Jeremy's website, you guys, they're they're painting together. Really? Yes. Okay. So we didn't get very far at all. How are they not lovers? Who paints together lovers? Well, all right. Boyfriends. We're gonna have to do some online snooping. Hell yeah! I know what I'm doing after I get off of here. Besides, (laughs) after I cook my dinner and do our candles. I'm going to find the secret love tapes between Robbie and Jeremy. Do it. That's such a cute, like, couple name. Jarabi. <laughs> Robbery. Robin. Robin. Oh. me Or Jarabi. I like Jarabi better. Yeah, I do too. Or Jerby. <laughs> Derpy, Derby. Derpy. <laughs> Uh, I found that the fan ghost fiction and he sings tonight. about him. Oh, yes. <laughs> he found his angel. <laughs> he said that's based on angels. It's yeah. not based on a person. I he thought it was that... about drugs. 
Well, now he's saying it's about actual angels. And he goes, okay, so on the website, in this interview, he goes into his stories a little bit more, like his experiences. He said he talked to dead people when he was a child. He used to lose a dream. He's seen UFOs. Um, all kinds of stuff. So if you guys want to know more about Robbie Williams, if any of you even remember who this man is, because I'm sure unless you're old like us, you may not even know who Robbie Williams is. I don't know. Unless you're old like us. <laughs> well, we have like some 15-year-olds listening to this. <laughs> yeah, just just Google the Robbie Williams angel. Just put in Robbie Williams yeah, angels I mean, and look at the video. Sure. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Make Man, sure you're alone. You'll enjoy it. Make sure you're alone. It's a spiritual experience <laughs> and a sexual one. <laughs> okay. Back to this documentary. Uh, <laughs> I'm all hot and sweaty now. I know. That's why I had to take another couple sips of vodka. <laughs> cool myself down. Oh, we also hear from this guy, uh, Mark Allen, who... Uh, is a he's got this website called abovetopsecret.com. Oh yeah, which I checked out briefly the other day. There's weird stuff all over it. Um, and I don't know who the other guys are. There's a bunch of guys sitting around this fire. Oh, and George Knapp is there too. But who knows? just a bunch of bros hanging around the fire, yeah. drinking some beers, talking about smashing pussy. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> no, they're talking about. Skinwalker Ranch because they're at the ranch. <laughs> they're at the ranch. The homestead that George was like, I haven't sat f- around a fire here since he was first there in like the 90s. Yep. Jeremy says he doesn't have the luxury of disbelief anymore mm-hmm. because he's hurt. He hasn't really experienced a whole lot, it sounds like, but he's just heard enough stories. Robbie says uh, he agrees and that he admits to believing. And George says the galaxy is complicated. Isn't it? Isn't everything, George? Thanks, George. You know what else is complicated? His fucking office and desk. When they show this, like a few minutes later, I was like, George, you need Jesus and Marie Kondo. I know. I was like, we have the same desk, George. It was so upsetting to me that I had to turn it off and walk away. <laughs> and to see he's throwing the remote. Ew! Wow. <laughs> Done. <laughs> that is, yeah, that was pretty much what happened. <laughs> like, I was like, I didn't know I was watching Hoarders. I guess I dozed <laughs> off. I don't know what happened. I want you to know that I cleaned some of this office the other day. That is wonderful. I am Still. happy. For you. <laughs> so, um, that's about it. We get a little bit more Dr. Keller from the Nids thing. I don't think that there's an iota of evidence from any of that stuff that really nails the extraterrestrial thing. Um, There's really no strong evidence that it's extraterrestrial. That has kind of, that's a fly in the ointment. Basically admits that no evidence really suggests alien activity or presence. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Davis says we failed, (laughs) basically. We fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bigelow says the phenomenon was playing with them. Always a few. They were, and 
I mean, it's summarizing, but like they were always a few steps behind whatever was happening there. So he said that, you know, one thing would happen one day. So they'd set up to see it again the next day and it would never happen again ever. So it was, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I've never liked this ranch story. I mean, it's too much. It's just too, I want to believe in this stuff, but it's too much. Like, why would all of this be going on there? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. We're just going to have to go there for ourselves. I guess. Seduce the guards and get in. And... Wouldn't it be fun to just drive up to the gate? At least. Yeah. We have, have to give the listeners what us? they want. Yeah. <laughs> they probably would shoot us, actually. I mean, if we're outside the gate, though. Oh. Like, outside I drove the gate up... and naked. What would I drove... <laughs> Shoot us, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you drove where? Sorry. Hasty white kids doing on this road. Uh, it's the blinding light again. Oh, no, it's just their skin. <laughs> uh, some more meth heads. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, I was gonna say I drove up to the Pentagon accidentally one time and nobody shot me. So, okay, just have to turn around. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where I'm going. See, so there it is. Yep, the end. Or for all the stuff that happens there, there was very little evidence to prove it. Yeah. At least that's being released to us. Mm-hmm. What's being held under wraps? We will never know. So sort of... we have to get to Hellier. Then we have to get to Utah. And then yep. we have to get to the demon semen house that Zach has. Well, he, he destroyed it. Oh, that's right. Shit. He's got a museum somewhere, though. With that's all in Vegas. Yeah, let's go. All right. <gasps> Vegas isn't too far from Utah. I'll make Ryan go. We're going in March. Why don't you come with us? Um, Sell your know. body for extra cash. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> You're right. I see people do it on Twitter all the time. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what did you what did you think? I tell me like I would like to know about the stock. Yeah. Did you like it? I like the ending. I like the guns and Robbie Williams. That took a turn that I was not <laughs> expecting. But, and I've said this through this entire review, it's just so jumpy aroundy. It's yeah. so, you don't get the full story from anybody. I just don't like how he does his documentary. I don't like, I don't like the words on the screen, you know, like he, mm-hmm. he puts, Somebody's saying something and then he'll put the words on the screen like yeah, it, like a giant caption. It just makes me crazy. I, I agree. It. I feel like I don't know if he intentionally does it, but it almost seems like he makes them hard to follow. Yes. Like, and yes. and given that this one was two hours and seven minutes, that's a demanding chunk of time. And I almost wish that this had been broken down into like a little mini series. So like one episode, they focus on these set of tapes and these occurrences and talk mm-hmm. about this phenomena. Mm-hmm. And then like, I feel like if he had done 
I don't know, three 30 minute episodes. And I I mean, I don't know, like, however much I feel like there was a lot of fluff in this, like. Well, and then, too, like they mention, I mean, I guess it kind of hit a lot of them, but there was so much stuff going on there. Like, oh, they said Bigfoot was there, but it's like they never really had a Bigfoot story. The dog man thing was just like a a giant wolf thing that (laughs) maybe saw twice and. I mean, the thing's called Skinwalker Ranch, but they didn't really have anybody saying they saw like a shape shifting thing. It was, I don't know. It was, yeah. And we jumped all over the place. You were heard about cat emulation, then you went to UFO, then you went back to cat emulation. It's like, mm-hmm. can you just, there didn't seem to be any sort of timeline. It was just a little incoherent. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Don't think I would recommend this unless you, are just a Skinwalker Ranch fanatic. Yeah. Uh, just because it is long. And... Or a Robbie Williams fan. Or, yeah, if you <laughs> want to see Robbie Williams, definitely watch this. You could skip to the last 20 minutes of this documentary. <laughs> and uh, again, why, why, why is he there? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to ask Jeremy that when we get uh, in contact with him. All he had it. A- Words on the screen, Jeremy. I know you know how to do it. All you had to say is, uh, Robbie's here visiting. Uh, it just happened to be at the same time. Or we're friends and I invited him to come along. Like, something. Hanging with my boo. Yeah. <laughs> We've been dating for six months and I wanted to just show him this. Awesome. Yeah. Like uh, That would have made this so much better, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, I am here for it. I need more. I need more adventures of Robbie and Jeremy going into <laughs> some scary places together. I need it. I didn't know I needed it, but I need it now. I honestly, could you? <laughs> yes, that is the next documentary, Adventures of Robbie and Jeremy. Maybe we could just start writing fan fiction and discussing it and pretending that Let's it's real it. about them. <laughs> we'll put it on a mini-sode. Yes. It okay. could be a running theme. Oh. I'm yeah, I'm here for it. I am living for it. I'm like getting flushed thinking about it right now. I'm serious. All right. I hit about like a what, like a 10 minute segment. You write the first one. I'll follow up. That would be fun. Like if I write something and you have to like continue it and then I have to continue it from you and we could be like, okay, so this storyline is going to go for 10. So we would each have to write five and then the 10th one we could write together. Or the 11. It would go for 11. So we'd each write five. And then the 11th, we would write together for the ending. I don't know. Something. Listeners, is that what you want? Is that what you want? Is some Robbie and Jeremy Jeremy. sexy, sultry, mystery adventure action? Because I know it's what I want. I didn't know I wanted it, but I need it, actually. Yeah, it sounds really good. (laughs) Uh, Celesta, where can you find us online? You can find us on Facebook, Mysterious AF podcast i don't know if you search mysterious af will come up um we have a website mysterious af podcast.com <laughs> and on instagram which we are haven't been on much but we're usually on there mysterious underscore af underscore podcast i don't know why i made it that way you guys but that's the way it is yeah that's fine you know <laughs> i feel like social media is hard to keep up with like 
don't do you I feel like I go in cycles where I yeah. like I personally don't even get on social media for a few days just because I don't I'm like no I just don't need to do that right now I look at Snapchat but I feel like that's more personal because it's people sending things specifically to me yes um but yeah it's I oh I wonder if there's a documentary about like social media and its mysterious effects on people or some kind of weird thing. Yeah. Uh, we can incorporate that into our Robbie and Jeremy story because all of, honestly, that's probably all I'm going to be thinking about from now on. Yes. But <laughs> here's the question Do we, well, you're, I mean, if you write the first one, are you going to give us a backstory or are we just going to jump right into? Oh, yes. I'm going to give, I'm going to, I'm going to weave in an origin. Okay. Little by little, because I'm imagining like a smoky bar. Robbie's laying across the piano singing. Jeremy's <laughs> sitting at the bar drinking his whiskey neat, smoking his disgusting cigarette. And yeah, I oh, yeah. I can feel the heat right now. Wow. Oof. Charles, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the our best jackpot. idea we've ever had. <laughs> Listeners, do not steal this. If this makes it to the final cut of the podcast, do not fucking steal this. This is our gold mine. <laughs> We're going to take this all the way to Vegas and to Skinwalker Ranch. Yep. <laughs> so, um, oh, what what is your favorite thing? Well, I guess I asked you Monday. Do you have a, a new favorite thing for this? My last new favorite thing week? is this brilliant idea of yours and Char's Candles. Um, which is becoming my favorite YouTube channel. You guys need to check it out. Charles reviews candles drunk. It's hilarious. Thank you. One of the best things I've ever seen. Thank you. Yeah, I um <laughs> I think it was Saturday or Sunday, had some drinks and decided to order some candles. Oh, because Leah, my sister-in-law, was like, hey, I have this list of candles. Um, have you smelled or used, had any of these? And please tell me. And then she was like, and then the sale's happening. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I wasn't going to, but now you're twisting my <laughs> arm. I have, I have to. to. <laughs> I have to give the people what they want. Um, so, yeah, I just got my shipment of candles in tonight. Um, I will say my favorite thing is we got two new succulents today. They are on sale at our grocery store, and they are cute as buttons. I love them. <laughs> uh, They're very cute. Thank you. Yeah, so I guess that's my favorite thing. Also hoping my new recipe tonight is going to be delicious, and it'll be a favorite yeah. thing. Yes, it'll be wonderful. Uh, and Thanksgiving is next week, so happy Thanksgiving, listeners. Happy Thanksgiving. We are thankful for you. We are, truly. And for this crazy, wonderful world that we live in where we can talk to each other thousands of miles away and make up gay, erotic, supernatural <laughs> fiction. <laughs> God bless America. Truly, truly. And you and Ryan are heading out on Monday? Or Tuesday. no, Tuesday. That's right. So. Well, guys. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Tell your animals. Tell your animals. Speak into um, your cell phone because the government is listening and maybe someone will get us into Skinwalker Ranch or subscribe. 
<laughs> and as always, stay, stay mysterious. mysterious. Bye.